right? Um, relationships don't grow on their own. Relationships and marriages don't grow on their own. And when I'm talking about relationships, I'm not only talking about uh, boyfriend, girlfriend. Uh, I'm also talking about friendship, all right? I'm also talking about siblings. I'm talking about uh, boss and subordinate relationship. I'm also talking about your relationship with the Holy Spirit, all right? So we're talking about relationship here, not only about husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, no. We're talking about you, siblings, friendship, and all that. This relationship do not grow on their own. They grow with the involvement of both parties. And this needs the both, both parties to learn, they unlearn, and they relearn. Alright, so these parties involved in this relationship are supposed to learn. And it gets to a point where whatever they have learned has gotten them to a particular point, but it's not working anymore. And they have to learn how to unlearn. And once they unlearn, they have to pick another thing and relearn to make them better. Because we are people, and as humans as we are, we are dynamic, we change with time. So the fact that something worked on me last week doesn't mean it's going to work on me this week. So you ask them, as, as couples or as people in relationships, in any kind of relationship, you must learn and learn and relearn. You always have to learn new things about people. You end up saying, you, I, I never knew this about you, I'm seeing you, pa. no, you, you are getting to learn more. It's not that you never knew, the person changes with time, are you with me? And you can never have a successful relationship or a successful marriage, a happy or peaceful marriage without the word of God. It could be the written word of God, it could be the spoken word of God, but you can never have a successful relationship or marriage without the word of God. Are you here with me at all? Are you here with me? So, if you are going to have a successful relationship as a Christian, let me make that emphatical. And if you are going to have a successful, happy, and peaceful marriage or relationship as a Christian, then you must make the word of God the premise or the basis for which you are having a relationship where you are dating or you are married or the word of God should be what governs your relationship or marriage if you are a Christian you can't have your marriage or relationship outside the word of God it won't work because you are a Christian I'm, I'm, I'm still thinking because you are a Christian I don't want, it's not part of my message to teach about why the unbelievers relationships or marriages are much more working than most Christian relationships or all that but I'm just telling you that as a Christian if it's going to work then you must not negate the place of the Word of God now let's read the book of Genesis chapter 2 that instead we are reading this particular scripture but we will use it at the end of the sermon but I want you all to have the scripture in your head Genesis chapter 2 the verse 10 very fast please uh-huh Uh-huh. And from there it's divided and became four. So this river in the garden divided and became four in the garden to supply in the garden. Alright, now I want you to move to the verse 20, please. Please take this scripture in your head, the verse 10. But the river was divided into four to supply in the garden. Alright. Now the verse 20, please. And Adam gave names to all the life Uh -huh. Alright, let's turn there please. Now it says that there was not found a helper. When you read the amplified version, it tells you there was not found a helper 
or a complimentary person for her and for him one thing that goes on all around where we have people saying that the woman comes to complete demand it's very wrong i will say it and i'll keep saying it and we have a statement we make where we go by saying that my better half and i go to an extent of saying my best half yet it's scripturally wrong god did not make us like this uh even max this one if you are being born max it will not necessarily give you one go but this is not how god really made us man and woman but this is how god made us are you here the woman does not come to complete the man neither does the man come to complete the woman i want you to understand this so it is not you that makes the man complete but you are a complimentary good to the man and the man equally is a complimentary good uh, to talk about complimentary and substitute goods you will learn in school substitute goods are good let's say for example milo can be used in the place of bon vita uh, bon vita yeah yeah yeah, yeah. The choco milo stuff, yeah. Milo can be used in the place of it, and bonfire can also be used in the place of uh, milo. That those are substitute goods. But when you're talking about complementary goods, for example, we have bread and egg. Yeah, bread on its own gives a particular sensation, but when egg is added to it, my goodness, <laughs> you get it. You see, bread on its own is good, but when egg is added to the bread, my goodness comes inside. Egg on its own is good, but without the bread. It's cool, but my goodness not added. You understand my point? I'm a tea lover, so I'm very good. It might not be the best example, but I'm a tea lover, so please take it for me. So the woman could be the egg and the man could be the bread. So on the, with the man, you can take tea without bread, right? You can equally take tea without uh, uh, you can take tea with only bread, right? And you can equally take tea with only egg, right? Yeah. But when you add the egg to the bread and you take tea, what's the feeling like? But it doesn't mean that <laughs> it doesn't mean that the bread is incomplete without the egg without the fried egg no it doesn't mean it's incomplete and it doesn't also mean that the egg is incomplete without the bread no it doesn't mean like that at all so the man is complete on his own but the woman comes to be a complimentary good to the man to all right let's read the book of uh, genesis chapter one I'll explain much more further why the woman is a complimentary good to the man, and the man equally is a complimentary good to the woman. Or the, the woman comes to compliment the man and vice versa. Genesis chapter 1, the verse 25 to 28. And God made uh -huh. the wild beasts of the earth. Please, I want you to listen to this very carefully. And God made the wild beasts of the earth according to their kinds. Uh -huh. And domestic animals according to so God made all the animals according to what? Come on, church. According to what? Take this word into your dictionary. According to their kind. Kind. Okay. Uh huh. And everything that creeps upon the earth according to its kind. According to its kind. All right. Uh huh. And God saw that it was good, fitting, and pleasant, and He approved it. All right. Move on. God said, "Let us." make mankind in our image mm -hmm. as our likeness mm -hmm. and let them have complete authority over the fish of the sea mm -hmm. and the birds of the air mm -hmm. the beasts and over and over all of the earth the one that he tell them and over everything that creeps upon the earth so god created man in 
his own image. In the image and likeness of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Then he told them something after that. And God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful, multiply and fill the earth. Now, alright, now listen to this. Listen to this. I want to explain these things to you carefully. Alright. Again, don't think you know where I'm going to. Alright, please. Open up your mind now. Oh, we are getting there now. Open up your mind. Now, the Lord said that He made animals according to their kind. In other words, He makes a he goat and a she goat to mate. He made a lion and a lioness to be able to mate. A lion cannot mate a cheetah. Are you here? That is not the order of God. The order of God is for a human to mate a human and give birth to a human. So it is wrong for a man to stand up and marry an animal. Recently I saw uh, a documentary and this man had been getting broken heart for many while that he has married. And because of that he chose to marry his, his, uh, his horse. Are you here? And that is wrong according to the nature of God. Because the Lord said that he, every creature must give birth to their kind. So if a human being mates with an animal and they give birth to something, it is not their kind because it can't be called a human. Neither if it is a goat, it can also be called a goat. But we have this thing going on where men are lying with animals, which is wrong. And again, he said he made them male and female, right? Which means again that it is wrong for a man and a man to mate or a man and a man to marry. And it's equally wrong again for a woman and a woman to marry. Are you here? Because he made them male and female. Then again, if you read the book of Genesis chapter 2, the verse 18, he says that and it is not good for the man to be what? Alone. Genesis 2 18. It is not good for the man to be alone. But before the Lord said it wasn't good for the man to be alone. Get this. All animals were created in the garden. All animals were created in the garden. The trees were equally created in the garden. Everything, the river, everything was set in the garden. Yet God said it wasn't good for the man to be alone. If the, the man is made for the animal, for the animal to make the man, then there was no need for God to say that it wasn't good for a man to be alone. Because at that moment, the woman wasn't there. But equally, the animals were there. Do you agree? Because the, the animals were there. God made all animals for a human being. So if God wanted man to mate or a, a human man, male, to mate an animal, then God shouldn't have said that it is not good for man to be alone because the animals were already there. Two, the trees were already there. So a man cannot equally get married to trees or stones. Jewelry, snow. It is human. Are you here? Because the animals were still there and God still said it wasn't good for man to be alone. So it is wrong scripturally according to the order of God for a man or for you to marry an animal, God forbid. It is wrong for you to even marry your fellow woman. Now, God said it is not good for the man to be alone. Yet, when he came to making someone for the man, he did not make another man, he made a woman. Get this. The rib was equally taken from the side of the man, which could equally or easily make up a man again. But he chose to make a woman out of the rib of a man. So if God wanted a man to marry a man, he could have made it easily. So it is not unto us to break the order of God. Those kind of things, I don't know if it could be forgiven, but it could be forgiven though. <laughs> Hallelujah. 
It could be forgiven, but we shouldn't get to that level of foolishness. We shouldn't get to that level of ignorance where we begin to, uh, you, see, you can laugh. I know sometimes that you can have a particular laugh for someone and you go like, God, I, 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 I have serious love for Pastor Divine, alright? But I know this love I have for him has a particular limit. It, it, it can't go beyond the There's sometimes I can meet certain guys. You know, guys, guys, you can play. But it's no, you go be full blast guys. But you know, there's a thing you can't cross. Are you with me? So we can't love each other to a level where we become ignorant of who we are as men and then begin to make no God forbid that. And you sisters or brothers cannot equally love each other to an extent of getting to a point of mating. No. Why they've even they've even given it name less than is a foolishness. Why should you even give it a name in the first place? Because if you give it a name, you've given it a place. Anything that has a name has a place. We should have made it something that is a non-entity without any name. Are you with me? Because the name has a power. It has, it, has, it has territory. And every territory has a spirit. Are you with me? Now, he said that male and female make him dead. Then he told them that be, he blessed them. That he said, be fruitful and multiply. He did not only bless the man. And again, before he said, but can you read a verse for me? Before he said, he blessed them and he said, be fruitful and multiply. By then, the woman was with the man. I want you all to get it. When the man was made, alright, God did not tell the man, you are blessed, be fruitful and multiply. Hear this, hear this. When God created the man, the male, he did not tell the male, you are blessed, be fruitful and multiply, until the woman came. Alright, please read it for them, for them to get it. Uh-huh. So he created a man in his own image, in his likeness. So before, when the man was created, there was nothing like blessing or fruitfulness, whatever. Then we hear that he then made a female out of that man. Uh-huh. Then he blessed them. He not blessed him. He blessed them. So again, a woman can advance much more than a woman. Uh, the woman can advance more than a man, but that's not my point. They've answered it in the panel discussion. But he said, he blessed them and said, be fruitful and multiply. Hear this. A man on his own can be fruitful, alright? But there is a level of fruitfulness and multiplication a man cannot attain alone unless he is he's married. There is a level of blessing the Lord has attached to marriage that you can't take off unless you marry. Tell me, must marry you. I tell you. Until the woman came, he said, You are blessed, be fruitful and multiply. He said, Be fruitful. Then he gave them multiply. Two plus three is what? Two plus two. Okay. Two plus three. Five. Two times three. Okay. It is still two and three. Okay. So he told them that now move from the level of fruitfulness of two plus two, which is four. Or move from the level of two times three, uh, two plus three, which is five. And now move to a level of multiplication. So the fruitfulness now becomes the addition. But he gives them another role, which is the multiplication, which is two times three. It is the same two, it is the same three. But when, when something is put in the menu, it gives you four. Uh, it gives you five, sorry. And the other one, something is put in there, it gives you six. 
So God wants, see, I want you to understand this. A man on his own end can be fruitful. He can multiply. But there is a level of multiplication a man can never receive. There is a level of fruitfulness a man can never receive until he is married. Likewise, the woman too. Are you here? Are you here? That's why the Bible said um, two is better than one. And again, he goes ahead to say that um, he, he that finds a wife finds what? And then he obtains what? And I told you the other day that the man on his own is favored. Alright? But there is a level of favor the man cannot attain unless he is married. You see, the man on his own, alright? He is what? Favored. Are you here? But why the scripture that says he that finds a wife finds a good and then he obtains favor from the Lord? Well, the man was already favored. He was already favored. But there is a level of favor a man can never attain or access unless he is married. Tell him we must marry you. We as men, we must be serious in marriage. Because we can do everything and be successful. But there is a level we have to attain which we will never attain until we marry. I don't care whatever you say. I don't care whoever you think is successful. Check all the successful men, they are married. Check, check. Even the richest man is married. He's married. Sorry. Even if they want the divorce now, they were married before the multiplication was coming. Ask. Check. As I said, eh, behind every successful man, there is a woman, but it is actually beside. Are you with me? So there is a level of success a man can never achieve unless he is married. Man, before Mario. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Moving forward, I want to also teach you something and then um, I'll close. Now, there is a word that goes around which uh, we keep saying and it's not the right thing and it's scripturally wrong and one of which is soulmate and again we say soul type all these things are scripturally wrong soulmate my soulmate my soulmate And then when people engage in sexual immoralities or maybe they sleep and they have sexual intercourse with uh, whatever image they had in their sleep, they call it slow time. But in scripture or spiritually, you see, some things might be happening spiritually. That doesn't mean, doesn't mean you should give them the wrong thing because when you give them the wrong thing, they begin to work negatively. Are you with me? Bible says that when a man made with a woman whom they are not married, that is immorality or sexual act without marriage. The men have, this man, man and woman, they have their soul destroyed. It destroys their soul. It never said it ties up their soul. Let's not come up with our own doctrine. He says that when someone, is it immorality or premature sex, destroys the soul of these people who engage in this activity. It has never tied the, the soul. And I'll explain what happens when these things happen and why it is wrong to say soulmate. The book of uh, Genesis, chapter 2, I think, verse 
Genesis 2, verse 23. Please, all of you, can you open it, please? Genesis 2, 23. Let's all open it. I want you all to see it, please. And we'll read it slowly. Are you out there? Father, shall glory. Glory. All right, Genesis 2, 23. Let's go on to. What did Adam say? He said, bone of my bone. And what? Move on to the 24. So what does it say? Does it say they become one soul? Do they ever become one soul? Are they soulmates? They are actually fleshmates. They are actually bodymates. Not soulmates. We can't be soulmates because let me not need to confuse you. But I thought the other day that we can't have two spirits, alright, with a soul in one human body. We can't have two human spirits in one human body no okay but scripture says that when adam saw the woman he said that this is the bone of my bone and what the flesh of my flesh he did not say this is the soul of my soul are you here but what did he say the bone of my bone and what did then god himself went ahead that for this cause a man will leave the house of the parent and be cleaved unto the woman again. It is the man that leaves. Or is it the woman that leaves? The, 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 the man, right? So if the woman is not the one leaving, which home are they going? Eh? Women build. So we can also leave and come to your house. Alright, that's just by the way. I'm just telling you something that it could be probably that they were going to the woman's house. So the man was the one who left. You never heard the woman leave. So if the man that was the one leaving, why are they going to the woman's house now? Women, you have to build. Don't wait for the men to build. Then you come and stay. But that's not my point. My point here is that he said that that when they leave, they cleave and they become what one flesh, not one soul, one flesh. Another person that one body. So if I marry, or when I marry, my wife is my flesh mate. She's my body mate, not my soul mate. Because soul is the point where we receive our appetite, feelings and sight and all that senses all right so what are our senses now i could be here today and as i'm married i could be feeling for food and my wife can be feeling for tea which she never does though but she'll be feeling she'll be feeling for tea and i'm feeling for food why is that one soul here because if it is a soul of your soul then you're supposed to be feeling the same thing at every time if the wife is having headache, the husband is supposed to be having a headache, but no, they are they are one body, but not one soul. So it can't be happening like that. Are you here? So there is nothing like soulmate. Forget the things. You see, when you are being taught right, you are liberated from the wrong things because the wrong teaching leads you to the wrong things every time. When people begin to have foolish dreams because of how they are being taught and their wrong thinking. But when these thoughts are being broken down, it sets you on course. What I'm doing right now for, for you or to you is deliverance. It's deliverance. What I'm doing to you right now, I'm delivering you. From that thing you are, you are so calling soul tie every time. That thing you are so calling spiritual marriage every time. I'm delivering you and it comes from the teaching. Are you here? So there was nothing like soul tie. There was nothing like soulmate. Forget that thing. 
what flesh? My flesh mate. My goodness. Where's my wife? My flesh mate. Yeah, nothing like soulmate. All right. Now, let me break this into two. I want to talk to the guys right now. Genesis 2.21. Genesis 2.21. I had, during the panel discussion, we were talking about um, Adam's rape and all that. Let me touch on that. For the men, then I'll touch on the ladies' own also. What the ladies must do. This one is what the man must do. This is what the rich husband must do. All right. Uh huh. Genesis 2.21. Uh huh. Can I have a male and a female here, please? A male and a female. Hurry up, hurry up. A male and a female. So the Lord God, God caused what? The Lord caused deep sleep to Master, don't catch finish right now. The Lord caused deep sleep to fall upon the man. Uh-huh. And while he slept. And while the man slept, what did the Lord do? He took the man's rib, one of it, alright, and did what? And closed up. Uh huh. Uh huh. And the rib or part of the side which the Lord had taken from the man. Uh huh. He built up and made into a woman. So, now, cross the priest. Now, get this particular thing that was happening here. This woman you see here, let's assume they are married, alright? This woman was made out of this man. And a composition of this woman is made up of the man's rib. And where is the rib of a man found? His side, but it is inside, right? It is in his side. In his side. Alright. So his rib is in his side. Okay. So if his rib is in his side and it was taken out, meaning that this woman represents the outside of the inside of the man. The wife of the husband represents the inside of the husband. So what you are seeing here is the inside of the husband. My wife is a physical representation of what my inside looks like. So if you see my wife, you are seeing my inside. How my wife looks like character-wise, beauty-wise, in any wise, that is how I look inside. My goodness. So it is the responsibility when the man is seeing the woman, the man when the man is seeing the wife or the woman, the man is actually seeing his rib. The man is actually seeing his inside. In that the man has a responsibility of taking care of his inside. The man must cease to see the woman as only his wife, but must see the woman as his rib. And if the rib belongs to me and this is my rib, then it means I'm going to take care of my rib, right? It means I must clean my rib. It means I must respect my rib. It means I must not treat my rib in a way that it will break because my rib is fragile, right? Yeah, that's the English word. Fragile. So, the man has a right and a responsibility to take care of his rib. Just like you take care of your hair. You take care of your clothing it is your responsibility to take care of your rib so you men here getting to marry or you're already married it is your responsibility to see your wife as your inside and it's your responsibility to begin to treat your wife like your inside are you here she is just outside but you must treat her as though she is inside because already she's inside one flesh one flesh inside one flesh okay now let me move on 
the man is called a rich husband because he is rich in God. He is first rich in God. He is rich in character. And he is rich in wealth. Are you here? And if the man is rich in wealth, then it means that the man must take care of the woman. And if the man is taking care of the woman, he can even decorate the woman. It is the duty of the man to beautify the wife. Because the way my wife looks like would tell me or would tell you how I look inside. So for me to be seen like my inside is looking well, then it means that my wife must dress well. So you must decorate your wife in Tiba Deku. It is, it is supposed to be one of the profession of men. Men must learn how to do interior decoration. Because in beautifying the wife, they are doing interior deco. Thank God I like interior deco. And I'm good at it. Are you here? So, if I see your wife as a man, I'm seeing you. I'm seeing the real you. <laughs> So if your wife talks anyhow, then I know who you really are. <laughs> are you here? Because the husband is supposed to cultivate the man, uh, the woman, sorry. And the woman is supposed to also probably, in a way, for what it is, to submit to the man. So if the woman is talking anyhow, then it means the, the man himself he has an issue submitting. Because the woman is coming from the inside of the man. Now, you read that in the early days when God began, in the Old Testament, God began to kill people. When people sin, they, they die. They, they least mistake, they die, right? But what happened? When the female side of God came out, which is Jesus Christ, in quotes, Jesus Christ did not come as a female, right? But he carried the female side of God. When the female side of God, the rib of God, came out in the form of Jesus Christ, Suddenly, God began showing them mercy. God began showing grace. Are you here? So, until then, God wasn't so. The masculine was taking over much more. So, if now the man has a wife, then this one must do this depict grace of the man. That is how come. When you have an issue, okay, let, okay, let's say bishop, okay. When you want to talk to bishop about something and you want to probably get it done, you go talk to the wife to talk to him. Anytime you want to talk to your father about something, you know how your father is, he might not give you, you go to through who? Why is it so? Because your mouth is the grace of your father. He represents the grace. And the woman can only submit when the grace is at work because she's the grace, so that, that's why she is there for submission. Grace, if you don't have grace, how can you submit? <laughs> Are you here with me? So, all men here, anyone who ever has to hear this message, must understand the wife is my inside. My wife is my inside. You cannot be beating your wife because if you are beating your wife, you are beating your inside. You can't disrespect your wife. You are disrespecting your inside. Men, listen to me. You can't treat women anyhow because you are treating your rape anyhow. Ah! That is why men die fast. 
when they don't have a happy home because their rape is being affected. Women, learn how to give us peace. Amen. 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 Alright. Now, I want to deal with the women now. I've dealt with the men how the rich man must treat the rich wife. Now, rich wife. Again, for the wife also, the wife is considered to be rich wife because she is rich in God, one. She is rich in character, too. And she is rich in wealth. Now, when we read the book of Genesis 2.18, Bible says that it is not good for the man to be alone. Hear this, hear this, hear this. And I said that before the Lord said that it is not good for the man to be alone, already God had already created animals, one. And God had created trees. God had created the rivers, the gardens for them to even um, spread out grasses and all that. Alright. But in all this creation, God still said the man was alone. In other words, when the man has a wife, it is wrong for the man to feel the absence of the womb of the wife in her presence. What am I saying? It is wrong for me to feel that you are absent from me. We are in the same place, right? We are my wife, we are in the same place. But it is wrong for me to feel that you are absent. Like, I can't feel you. Do you are with me? I can't feel you. Have you ever been there before where you are with someone, but like, you are not really feeling the presence? It is wrong for a man to feel so because when the man begins to feel like that for the woman, it means the woman has become a tree. Because the trees were there, they were only blowing. You move around in front of your husband, you cook, you do whatever it is, but he doesn't feel you are there. I'm not just a tree now. And again, the let me say this before I go to the animal aspect. Within a week, I was going through Facebook and I saw some posts, and a guy was breaking up with a lady, and what he was saying was that he loves this lady so much, but when he begins to see all this lavish weddings going on and all that he asks himself that can he really be with this lady because all this lady seeks to be discussing with his guy is the uh baby niger big brother niger all this all the things that this lady begins to discuss is her week that she wants to go and buy her news that she wants to go and fix the next concert to the next concert what a celebrity has done and that's a conversation she brings up with the guy and the guy was texting him, listen i love you so much but listen i want to be able to sit down with you and to be able to discuss politics with you i should be able to discuss business with you and what we're talking about the uh, forex exchange and how things are going business-wise in the country and how we can better ourselves we should be able to communicate but when i am with you i don't feel like i am with you because all you do is to gossip all you do is to talk about people so in here the guy is with a lady, but the guy is not feeling the lady's presence. So listen, I'll be from with you. It will be best we break up now. Do I love you? So the guy said, Do I love you? It's best to break up now because all you are concerned about is gossiping. Go concern. Talking about celebrities. Talking about your head. Ladies, ladies, women, girls, fresh girls. You should be abreast with things. Your conversation shouldn't only be full of baby Niger. 
It shouldn't only be full of what a celebrity has done, what celebrity couples have done. I should be able to talk to you in accounting terms. I should be able to talk to you in political terms, in geographical terms. When the tangent is doing whatever it's doing and it's ringing, we should be able to talk about mythological uh, stuffs. We should be. By you, this. The latest news, the latest bag, the latest dress, the latest heels. Is that all you are made of? So we can't talk about business with you? And we can't even mention millions of dollars in front of you. The only currency you know is even cities. And when we are in conversation with you, you can't even mention the contract worth maybe $200 million. Let's assume if you go about $10,000 cities. So you and I, we can't discuss more than that. Ladies, don't be a tree in front of your husband. Are you here? Are you here? Yes. When I was saying, oh, you were happy. <laughs> Then again, he said, when all other creatures were created, then he said again that it is not good for a man to be alone. But again, the animals were present, right? Right? In other words, you as a lady, you are not supposed to behave like an animal in front of your husband. Because if he wanted an animal, God would have not given him an animal. But God saw an animal and still said, wasn't good for the man to be alone even though in the presence of an animal ladies don't be animals in the house of your husband animals do not do things in order they do things anyhow they are without control even the dogs that they train now sometimes they even go off guard. are you here are you here you talk anyhow dogs back anyhow are you an animal ladies don't be an animal in the home of your husband <laughs> because being an animal means the man is going to be alone he doesn't need an animal in his house now i want you all ladies to go and investigate what, what an animal is and what makes up an animal so that you stop being an animal because some of you your behaviors are animal behaviors you harden your heart some of the men also harden their heart but we are, we are talking about ladies here <laughs> are you here some of you you don't even want to forgive that is the heart of an animal. Are you here? How can a, a human being be behaving like an animal? Have you forgotten the, the, the book of Nazar? That he, his heart was changed into the heart of an animal and he went into the forest to stay there for like, quite a long time. So it is possible for you as a woman to be acting like a, an animal. Look, Ladies, can we stop acting like animals? Can we? Can we? Can we? You see, a guy should meet you and say he has been very helpful and happy the moment he met you. Not that when he met you, that is the beginning of his problems. That soon that he can't even work at night. Why? Because every time you're complaining. What's the life of animals? Have you not been seeing birds? They're always always flying around. Moving from here to here. Don't be moving from here to here. Like you have nothing to do. Move with direction, move with the purpose. Ladies, are we here? Are we here? We must not be like animals, neither should we be like trees in front of our husbands. We should act like humans because that is what you were made for. Because the animals were there and the man was still feeling alone. How can you be married and the man will feel? You see, I've been casting a lot of things. You see married men sending side chicks information, they want to take the side chicks. And what they tell them is that listen, I wish I had met you earlier. 
I know I married this, my wife, she's my wife, but if I had met you earlier than here, I would have married you. Why would a man say that? You might feel the man is lying, but there is a level of truth in there. Huh? For the man to stand and say that if he had met this side chick earlier, he would have married the side chick ahead of time before this one he had met. Why would your husband say that? Yeah, hello. You think it's only because he wants to have an affair with a side chick? No! Stop behaving like a tree. Stop behaving like an animal. It makes your husbands run away from you. It makes your boyfriends run away from you. Some of you are too rigid. It makes your boyfriends run away from you. It makes your husbands run away from you. You are being like animals. You are too rigid. Stop. Can we stop that? Ladies, can we? Come on, I want you to hear your voice now. Because yeah. I see some of you are now reminiscing some things and like, oh yeah, I behave like, like an animal there. <laughs> no, I shouldn't have. You wish you had had this person earlier. But at least you have it now. So it should help you in your next or your current relationship or marriage. Are you here? Can we behave like humans as we are? And again, I'm not supposed, the woman is not supposed to also feel lonely or alone in the presence of the man too. One time, someone placed on their status that you can't be busy keeping others happy and laughing whilst your wife is miserable at home. And it's vice versa. You are fighting with your partner and yet you've gone out talking with friends and you're laughing with friends whilst your partner is at home, bleeding, in pain. How? And you're comfortable. We all have to change. Must we? Must we? And I guess I said, it might be relationship, but again I said, I'm not only talking about boyfriend, girlfriend here. I'm talking about siblings, relationship, even your relationship with God. I don't, don't be a tree in front of God. <laughs> They're human, you need you. Now, to the verse 10 of Genesis 20, Genesis 2, sorry, let me conclude. Genesis 2, verse 10. So the river went out of Eden to water what? To water what? And the river was divided into four. Scripture says, right? In other words, even God started to wives to have multiple streams of income to provide for the garden. And you, the only source of income you have is the job you are doing. Don't be silly. Have multiple streams of income. Because God taught us from the onset. If he had four for them. So if one stops, the other comes. If the house, they are multiple. Are you here? Are you here? The people who are running one business, one business, when this thing happened, many of them have gone out of business. If they were doing two, the other might be running now. If they were doing three, the other might be running now. Are you here? And every relationship has its own strength and weakness. And it is your duty as a couple to be able to nurture the strength. But you must learn how to overcome and manage the weakness. Are you here? Every relationship, marriage, friendship, siblings, 